This episode is sponsored by Brooklyn Games. Get monthly tabletop RPG zines in print or PDF at patreon.com backslash Brooklyn Games or buy direct at brooklyngames.com. This month, sign up for Gabico, the floating goblin fortress in print or PDF. Enter into a massive floating dungeon divided by factions, including gigantic rubs, strange goblins covered in mushrooms, and their Astura ruler, the Goblin King. Available now at patreon.com backslash Brooklyn Games. Welcome to Wobblies and Wizards. I'm your host, Logar the Barbarian. Joined by my co-host, Marcia. Hey, y'all. And Light, the light-fingered thief. Hello, Logar. How you doing? I'm good. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Are we one year old now? <laughs> We're, yeah, it's our anniversary. One year's. Uh, well, technically one year. The la- the first episode you'll find was from August 6th of last year. And this is the August. It should be the August 6th or 7th. I'm not 100% sure what day this is going to be put up. We'll see. <laughs> Does that mean we get a level up now? We get to level up. We've reached level two. What happens at level two? Do we get any new abilities? Do we get new spells? <laughs> charm person. <laughs> Hopefully charm charm audience. <laughs> charm audience. Please listen to us. <laughs> Please listen to us. <laughs> so it started off like what? I think you and I had a, we, we were talking about doing a blog. So we started a blog. We started tabletoproleplaying.com, which... Well, kind of a bland name. <laughs> it was available as a URL, so <laughs> I got it. And and I actually bought like two different versions of that. I think I got tabletoproleplaying.com and tabletoproleplay.com or something like that. Yeah, they were very yeah. adjacent. I can't remember, but anyhow, it's neither here nor there. I think one of them lapsed. And then someone suggested using the Wi-Fi password, which was wobblies and wizards, and la la la. We eventually I started trying to do the a daily podcast thing at first on my own as I figured how to bring other people in. I brought in light and others and we tried to learn and grow from there. Now, my question is what about the next year? <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, um, obviously, you know, we have Marsha joining us for this. So, you know, Marsha, any thoughts on how we can improve for the upcoming year or what you think we could do differently or what we oh, can gosh. add on? I don't know yet, honestly, because like, I'm still new here, and so... Which is but, good. You can bring a brand new fresh perspective <laughs> versus just, you know, two of us sitting in our basement growing mode over the past year. <laughs> I like the idea of, I don't know, interviewing more people for, like, stuff outside of games and talking, I don't know, outside reviews, maybe, like, more gamble stuff, or I'm just trying to... I'm spitballing. I have no, like, real ideas. I'd like to, I, I, I'm really, I'm always going to talk about old school games because I oh, yes. play a lot of them, but I'd like to branch out and discover some other new stuff. Like we've really been involved in a lot of the NSR, indie, itch stuff, but there's a lot of different, like, if you look at role-playing games, there tends to be different, like, uh, clicks within the games. and there Absolutely. Tends to be- yeah, like you've got like Fiasco, you got Fate, the Cypher system, all these things kind of have their own. I'd like to explore some other games, um, things like uh, Kids on Bikes and stuff like that. There's a lot of stuff happening out there in the role playing game world. I'd like to delve a little more into and especially stuff that people are putting out that's more independent along those lines. And uh, that's the kind of stuff I tend to get into. 
maybe we need to dig, dig more into like HIO type of stuff as well too for the indie indie scene. I also feel like it'd be cool to start like exploring outside of specific rule books that make sense because something I'm really interested in lately is talking about not just rule books or like systems, but talking more about like freeform play and like how do we facilitate more like play style as opposed to playing a game TM, for example. Yeah. I think that's a cool direction, especially for like old school to go outside of not just like D&D, like the Dungeon Crawl game, so to speak, yep. but also like how do we facilitate more interactions activity within like our tables? No, that totally makes sense. I mean, we talked about doing like what microscope or kingdom maybe at some point as well too. Well, we did, we, we did do microscope. We did the microscope for one time, one time. Yeah. And I did uh, some world building stuff with this current campaign. One of the things I'm, I'm curious to do or, or, or wanting to do, um, I'd like to, I, I think that, I think that I'd like to try to maybe even start talking, maybe even get into a few more social issues here and there and address things as they relate, especially to the community. Um, because that's always been an important thing for me. And, and I've always found like myself trying to balance that is I'm a wobbly. I, I, I know that my politics are not most of my listeners politics. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, I'm an anarchist, so it's not like we're the uh, mainstream per se from a if politics. Marx is checking in. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> what? So, what'd you say? <laughs> I, I said Marx is checking in. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And I, so I know our politics are, so I try to make it palatable and not being too out there with it. Because when I did my old blog, it was all political and I made everyone mad. Well, you know, you got got attention that way, but I guess from you know one of the reasons why we started this uh, podcast and blog was originally it was focused on a lot of the OSR type of stuff, and we were seeing within the OSR community a lot of old brogunards that were coming out as uh, a little bit racist, sexist, homophobic, transphobic, and such. And we're like, hey, hey, that ain't right. You know, we need to have a voice within the community that says we're inclusive. You know, we we need to make a stand against racism and homophobia and transphobia and and such and it's not acceptable within the gaming community irregardless osr nsr you know 5e whatever it may be yeah when i decided to start doing this that was one of the big reasons i wanted to start doing a podcast because i wanted to make sure like i like these games and i wanted to have a place or a thing out there that was you know taking a stand against the homophobia, transphobia, the sexism, the racism, a place that is a positive community. And I kind of, I like to have a lot of folks on, a lot of folks that aren't necessarily even big names, like indie creators. And I like to try to build up some sort of positive community around the show if possible. And I feel we've been successful somewhat in doing that. There's a lot of people that we've talked to over and over and I've seen positive things come from some of that, you could say. I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah, that was a big push of, of me even doing this. I said, look, there probably needs to be something that's at least, you know, you may not agree with all my politics. I'm not a political podcast necessarily, but there are some social issues and political issues that will always come up and often do. And when those people who are out there talking about it, this may be different politically than myself yeah i can usually pick up on that yeah, that might be a different i figured it's probably healthy to have this perspective out there dominant in the, in the community so there is that right yeah I, I guess you know again for us you know human rights i don't know i 
don't consider that a political issue. I mean, it's human rights. It shouldn't be about politics per se. But, you know, again, making sure that we uh, create a community where we can have a diverse different points of view, make sure that those within marginalized communities have a voice, especially within the gaming community. Again, you know, it's part of what we're trying to do and highlight, you know, a lot of great indie creators that may not be able to have opportunity to get their works out because there's a lot of rich heritage and culture that can help inform our games in the future and create really awesome settings. So for me, you know, I think that'd be a lot of fun to be able to play in different genres and settings as well, too. I think what I think I'm looking at also, I'm trying to explore and learn a few new things. I'm going to try to branch out a little more into video and stuff like that and possibly into streaming. Um, I have a few things that I've talked to some people about that might be happening in the future. So pay attention. We might be growing outside of just the podcast a little bit and can really use the followings there. So if you find us anywhere, check out our YouTube channel. It's not a lot of followers. But I'll probably be uploading more to that as we begin to explore some of that and and, and exploring it in, a, in a perhaps a different a different way. I, one of the things that I, I, I don't want to I hopefully have one of the creators that's been on here might be running a game that we might stream uh, just to test out the streaming waters, because there were some other things that we had talked about streaming and that might be coming up that I'm not ready to talk about but we'll see if that happens i wanted to test out some of those technologies and learn them like i've been learning the the audio side side of things so we'll see where that goes yeah i mean we've talked about streaming some of our home games before but you know the challenge is we all play like we're 14 year olds so it ends up, <laughs> end up making a bunch of like you know pee and poop jokes during games well too and we're like well that might not be it's entertaining for us because you know we're immature but <laughs> i don't know if it'd be entertaining for an audience to to, to watch <laughs> i don't know i i think that i i, I think I, I don't so here's the thing about streaming as, as i have not really watched much of it i i've recently kind of like browsed around i'm very i never like listen to live play stuff much i did attempt at the beginning of the year to listen to an episode of critical role uh, but they're like those things are like a couple hours long i don't really have the time to commit to that <laughs> doing audio on my computer makes it hard for me to listen to something while i'm working on my computer (laughs) (laughs) that's true so marcia do you follow any like uh video loggers or video gaming oh i'm trying to think i mostly follow like on youtube some minecraft smp players to be honest like i know being 22 maybe a little bit too old for this but there's been some really fun like people playing on there and so i like watching them yeah Minecraft, though, I'm, I, I've got I, I've discovered something about this because one of the guys we've played with plays a lot of Minecraft, and apparently it's got like a like quite a uh, what's the word I'm looking for a foundation in things like dungeon delving and stuff like that. Is that correct? Actually, yeah. <laughs> so Minecraft was, I think, birthed as like a mix of this mining game and Dwarf Fortress specifically. Mm-hmm. And so early on, it had like these elements of sandbox play and mining, but also of like um, fancy elements, both like medieval, like swords, whatever, but also like monsters and all that kind of stuff. And so what I like seeing, especially in these like big multiplayer servers where they're more competitive is that you see actually play out like people have traps people have like large-scale battles and things and so of course i mostly play with my girlfriend or like some friends we have these like 
more cooperative worlds, seeing actually Minecraft become competitive and like wars play out. It's more apparent like, oh, this really is like War Fortress, but first person, for example. And so I definitely for sure see like this dungeon crawl um, D&D influence at a bigger scale. I I am the world's worst when it comes to most video games. I I've, I I can, <laughs> I can play some Tetris. I didn't I didn't get into video games growing up. Really, most of my friends had them, but I didn't really have many of them growing up, so I never I really mean, got into them. And I can't. Did, did you go down to like the quarter arcade and play some Donkey Kong and Galaxians or whatever? I remember playing Frogger. I remember playing Frogger, and then when the Ninja Turtles uh, arcade, I remember we went to this uh, skate skater rink, and everybody was playing Ninja Turtles, and I played that a few times. But I wasn't really at the arcades much. If I had quarters, I'd buy a baseball card pack or something. Right, <laughs> right. I get my bubble gum. <laughs> So, but it is interesting to see, you know, like you said, Marsha, how D&D slash role-playing games has an influence or, you know, help create other areas or platforms where, where we can play. I mean, um, I don't play many of the games me. today, but all these, like, <laughs> huge, whatever, multi, what do they call it? MM, MM? Oh, MMOs. Uh, MMOs. MMOs, yeah, thank you. <laughs> I know that one. That's an MMO, multi, multi massive multiplayer online is that what this stands for yes yes <laughs> I, was like, I have no idea i'm like mmo pork i was like pog pork what what i yeah that's what i know that i i play i'll tell you what the most recent thing that i played video game wise was was that uh one of the fallout games because my son was getting into it and i was like i'm gonna oh. connect to my son and play fallout <laughs> I would love that game if stuff didn't attack me. I'd like to just walk right. around and explore. I don't want to be, ah, no, this is getting me. Stop. I, I keep on dying. I can't fight. I can't hit the buttons right to fight. <laughs> I tried playing Fallout New Vegas, I think it was, because people kept saying, yeah. oh, I really like it. And I was stuck in the tutorial for 15 minutes because I had to find the specific like herb or plant. And I was like, God, I don't know how to find it. And I'm horrible at combat because people keep dying. And I turned it off because I was just like, this is not for me. I can't like handle this right now. The fighting part was the worst, but when I was exploring and like, like digging up stuff and like, right. like walking around, that was neat. I would play a video game if I didn't have to fight. I'd be like, <laughs> yeah, let's go find stuff. Right. <laughs> On that note, my craft, like peaceful mode is really good for that because honestly, when I'm like just building stuff or like making a nice like house, I turned the monsters off because I don't want to destroy anything. Right. But it's actually kind of pleasant. Yeah. Otherwise, you got to get like a whatever, an army of raiders coming and go burn down your hut, whatever it is that you're building. You're like, go away, go away. I just want right. to build. <laughs> <laughs> my, my, my little brother has been getting into, he's always been into video games. He's substantially younger than me. There's like a 15 year difference. Uh, oh. But, but he uh he's been making his own here, learning how to make video games and oh, putting cool. them up on, on something like itch. It's not itch, but something else. So he's been getting into that side of things, which is interesting and cool. I mean, I've got to try to talk to people about making their own indie little personal video games. <laughs> so yeah. I don't see how they do that. <laughs> Did they make like an RPG um from, from the Fallout universe? Because I heard the Fallout universe is a pretty interesting and rich universe. So I could see that being like an RPG setting. Yeah, there's a Fallout role-playing game. I've seen it on the shelves a few times. It looks okay. neat. Um, honestly, when, like you say, like a Fallout RPG, like there's like Mutant Year Zero and stuff like that. I don't see a need for making one. No, that's true. Of- yeah, <laughs> if, if it's post-apocalyptic, then, you know, we got MCC, Mutant Year Zero, and a host of options. 
Well, I think one thing about uh, Mutant Year Zero is that not only is it very hex crawl based, but it's very like domain based. So like you're always working on your stronghold and you're always like resource management and stuff like that. It's a cool role playing game and it uses the year zero system, but it's very much like you got to make sure you you get all your stuff back to your uh, your what do they call it. They call it an arc maybe or something like that, I think. Oh, so I can that, tell you <laughs> it's like it's like your safety in the midst of the devastated afterworld. Like you have this little place and you, you're going to scavenge for food and usable equipment and water and stuff like that and try to get what you need to survive for you and your community to live off of back to your stronghold. And that's pretty much the goal of the game is go hex crawl around, explore the area around, find things that are useful, lots of random tables for random encounters in it. Pretty, pretty neat little game. Yeah. We were talking about playing Mutiny Zero at some, I think it's it's on our list, isn't it? For the Alt Wednesday game. I'd like to, I don't know if we put that one on the list just yet. Yeah. I got to check our, our, our list is a little bit long for the number of games that we want to yeah. try out. Well, I, I also want to talk to you. We also need to put someone else in the list because uh, they got another name. I, I, and this is just a side note. Afterwards, remind me to tell you that I have a, a game I want to try to throw into the, the list of games to play. <laughs> okay. So, Marsha, on Wednesdays, we have an alternating Wednesday game, every other game where we uh, play a new system every. So, oh. it's, it's like a one adventure series. So, we'll play one adventure. The one adventure might take three or four sessions, but it's one adventure, and then we change uh, game masters or dungeon masters, and we change game systems. That's fun. That's why we try to experiment with new games and systems that way versus our regular campaigns that we have. So right. let us know if you want to jump in on that one as a player or dungeon master or whatever it is, because uh, we have a list that we're trying to work our way through of <laughs> games we want to play. That's good. Thank you. So. Anyways, let's go back to the broker. He's trailed off in the left field today. It's my birthday. I can do what I want. Exactly. <laughs> back to the birthday stuff. Uh, focusing on this, like I haven't, we haven't been keeping up with the blog too regularly. Um, what yeah. has been written, I, I, I haven't been posting there, and I'm trying to keep up with that. I'm hoping that we'll have, be able to say that there's some stuff that we've been working on written wise that'll eventually be coming out, but. I think the one thing that I wanted to talk about the most is just kind of looking at new directions to go in the podcast, because I think there's a lot of directions we can go from where we've been. And we, I've discovered a lot of new games doing this. And I feel like we've had a good time at expanding and meeting new people and, and kind of finding larger communities like what we found over with you high and the NSR stuff that's going on over there. I think there's a lot of other places to explore and expand from there and different games to get into as well and learn about and have folks on from those. And that's kind of what I'm wanting to do direction wise with the podcast. So I want to put this out there. I like to, I like to talk to independent creators. So if you're putting stuff out and you've got a few games out, you want, you, you've got out there, like us to check out and you want someone to, to some way to get some attention i would like to be the person who you can like be able to like hey this is an area where you can show your stuff we don't have the marketing budget of hasbro and stuff like that and most of these are personal passion projects and people are doing great things and i've said before there's this whole idea that uh how many einsteins died in the mines if they had the opportunity to be able to pursue the brilliance they have 
what could someone have done if they weren't just dying in a coal mine? So I know a lot of us are just busy working our day-to-day lives trying to get by, but a lot of people doing that don't have the big publishers that are very creative, great artists, great writers, great game designers. Feel free to reach out to us because I want to talk to you and hear from you. And if you're doing a role-playing game, you may not be like smaller companies, third-party companies. We definitely want to talk to them as well. I like to learn about games and people are into them and we may not be as aware of certain games until they're brought to us and what people are putting out. And I like learning new things and exploring new things and being exposed to them. So that's one thing I want for the future. I want to be kind of out there in the world said, Hey, come talk to us. Feel free to reach out. We're very open. I might not be able to get everybody on the show because it's become quite a bit to keep up with how many people I've been interacting with trying to get them on the show, but we're going to try and we're definitely going to like to see a lot of the independent creators here. Yeah, for sure. And sometimes we'll use our alternate Wednesday game to play, you know, the independent creators, uh, RPG or module adventure or supplement as well, too. So we use that time as well to experiment and trial through. We trial through two or three games that some of our private group members have been developing as well, too. So, you know, we'll play test on, on that as well, too. So certainly very open to try stuff out, play and experiment. I'm going to have to try to play test this thing i've been working on very soon somehow oh. <laughs> is this the one that the, the science fiction one that you've been working on with djing and those guys yeah, yeah. we're gonna have to try to play i i, I keep on i i think we're yeah it's 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 we've been going back and forth at this thing but it, it's it's been it's like it's like taking this it's like we're taking this game like, a, like like i'm a blacksmith and i got my sword out there i'm just hammering it out and hammering it out over and over again going back up no that doesn't work we need to go back to the drawing board. And every time we got a great idea, we can fit it in there and it evolves and changes. But it isn't quite there. I think it's at the point, though, where we need to sit down at the table and play it and see how it works out. And and, and that's that's about where I'm at with it now. So we got to sit that started up soon. So obviously we have a lot of different projects that are, <laughs> you know, getting worked on that we need to make some more progress on. So hopefully in the upcoming year, we'll be able to share more of these projects. You know, I know we have the uh, random road dungeon adventure that, that we've been playing with for a while. Um, the game that Logar just mentioned, as well as a couple other things that we've been wanting to do in the future. So hopefully we'll well, we to- have, we have gotten a chance to test run some of the random roll stuff. Uh, we, we did it in basic fantasy. We, we did started- it in basic fantasy. Yeah. We started test running some of that and playing around with. It. I think there's some some adjustments that maybe need to be made here or there, but I think I think it'll go all right. But now probably end up as I as we we've got the stuff typed up and written up, we'll probably start posting some of that on the Patreon. <laughs> Outside of that, you know, for me, it's like I'm gonna find more time to game and less time working. <laughs> yeah, finding more time for game and less time for work is always the goal. <laughs> so it's been a full year. And I, I, as a reflection, I just want to want to th- sit here and maybe since this is the birthday episode, look back. February, uh, we had the Zine was it Zine month, and and now we're getting into Zine Quest. So that's and, and actually before Zine month, even we had side quests going on. So we had quite a we've had quite a few of these uh, months where there's crowdfunding for Zine so far in the last year since we've been doing this, um, and and. Uh, 
And as I've done this, we've come to see a lot of people come on this show who had, oh, this is the project I'm going to be doing to I'm holding them in my hand and we're testing them at the table and playing them. So it's been cool to talk to folks as they're preparing stuff before it's come out to get an idea of what it is and then to see the final product, get it in the mail and hold it in my hand and look at it. Oh, this is it. This is it. I've been looking forward to this. I like that. That's a really neat thing. So I love what people are putting out. Yeah, I haven't been as active in collecting zines as like uh, Logar or John have. So I've only been picking up a couple here and there from the local gaming store. So I, I think the zine thing is 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 more of a recent boom. I feel that ha- that since the zine quests and everything have taken off, I don't think zines That's were. Okay. At, yeah, they weren't as dominant. I mean, they were there. Well, back in the like you know eighties and nineties, we were doing photocopy zines for yeah. <laughs> a variety of stuff, but. Uh, <laughs> But this, like, what what zines are now is not what a zine was when I first was getting no, zines. <laughs> no, no, I mean, we, we, we were doing punk zines, as I, as I would call them, DIY punk zines. The, the ones that are a little bit more polished than the uh, photocopy and cut <laughs> and paste type, type of work. And don't get me wrong, I love what people are putting out there. These are, a lot of them are just straight up, like, works of art. They're brilliant. Yeah, they, they're they, very, very well produced. For sure. <laughs> I'm curious, has there been any 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 highlights for either of you through the last year of Wobblies and Wizards that uh, you appreciated? Maybe hopefully we can see some more of in the future. <laughs> um, for me, you know, obviously we're gaming and we're gaming fans. So being able to participate and talk to some of the creators from some of the, uh, you know, take a pick, Necromancer or Frog God or uh, Troll Lords or... Mike Evans from Barbarians, you know, those for me as a fan, that part's fun. <laughs> and so I appreciate being able to see that. I mean, you had Skeeter Green on recently and I've been back in the Valley out of time. So for me, that's, you know, a lot of fun as well. Well, Skeeter Green should be, uh, probably going to be on again very, very soon. <laughs> yeah, I need to talk with him because uh, the, the the fourth PDF is, mess, is messed up in Kickstarter. So I need to go oh, talk no. to him to get, get, get my copy. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> so... I, uh, Marsha. Oh, yes. So what I really appreciate so far is like the interviews with like different um, authors, because I like hearing the rationale for like how they made things, like their decision-making process as far as like designing adventures or systems and so on. So I really like listening to those kinds of episodes. I'm curious also, if you're listening and there's things you've liked or want to see more of, shoot me a message wherever you find me on social media. I'd love to hear from you. Um, Wobblies and wizards at gmail.com will get us a message. Uh, but if you send me an email, I'm probably not going to know it got there unless you tell me to go check it because I am not near an email checker very much. <laughs> oh, just hit up Logar on Twitter. I, I think you're pretty active on Twitter, right? So, Twitter's Facebooks are probably good places to message me or my phone directly text me. <laughs> And I think a lot of people also message me on, uh, on, oh, what's that one that everybody messaged me on? Signal is the one I've been using for, a lot of people have been using for quite a few years now that they kind of kind of started using that around some stuff we were organizing some years ago, around 2016, 17. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I use Signal as well, too, more for that purpose than, than normal communication. Those are probably my most common forms of communication but uh, i do have the email wobblies and wizards at gmail.com that's just intended for things related to the podcast 
So if you want to reach out to us and you're looking for a way that, but I may not respond for a while because I don't check it daily at all. I'm just not very much. I, I don't, even when I do work in the day, it's labor. I don't get near an email thing. <laughs> so anyhow, yeah. Hit us up. Feel free if you're looking to if you're looking to try to get some attention. We have an audience at least now that's grown quite a bit, and I I've really gotten to know a lot of these creators and stuff that I are really cool people. It's excited to talk to them. Some people I looked up to. There are definitely some highlights where some of my favorite game creators have come on, and I thought that was cool to get to talk to them and get that opportunity. Um, yeah, that's, that's been fun. It's cool, I think, to, to play a game and talk to the creator of the game as well. Those are fun things. I definitely want to do more of that. It's hard to find the time to play the game and talk to the creator of the game because it takes a few weeks to play the game and stuff like that. So we do that occasionally. It's not our bread and butter. It's not what we're doing every week. But I think that talking to game creators seems to be something that we've been able to pull off pretty regularly. Uh, blog reviews haven't been going because that's been a little harder to organize and get enough people reading the same thing. And I keep the zine reviews going, except for the la last week where I didn't do a zine review because we just know nothing but people putting out zines for the week. I figured that would pass for zine Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> zine, zine week. We had pretty much a zine week. We'll have a few more days. We'll have more guests probably through this month because there's a few more people reaching out with zine quest. I'm not trying to line up the whole month with zine quest like i did over zine month where every single day we had a new creator putting something out that was that was a bit uh time consuming on my part so i may not try it <laughs> for a bit i'll try it again if i if i'm getting a couple grand on the patreon how about that <laughs> well you know like, like you said we, we we have our other lives and day jobs as well too to to take care of so and outside of that uh i think that's about all we have for today uh, if Anybody else want to add anything to our one? Oh, I had something to add is we've got another anniversary episode. The first one we recorded will be on the Patreon today. So if you're interested and in hear more about us talk about the past and future and plans of the Wobblies and Wizards, go to patreon.com backslash Wobblies and Wizards and check it out. That is there. It's a completely different episode. Light and I are going to be on that one. You can listen to it. It should be up by the six and going on Patreon. So anybody got anything to add? Nope. I mean, I'm looking forward to the new year with uh, new create creative content and hopefully more more gaming opportunities. Well, if you've enjoyed what you've heard here today, give us a positive review wherever you're listening. You can uh, find us on Facebook. Just search Wobblies and Wizards. Wobbliesandwizards.com is our blog. I'm on Twitter at LogarHaleCrom. Marcia, where can they find you? My Twitter is Traverse Fantasy, and you can find my blog and other stuff from there. As always, uh, we're on Patreon. If you really easy to support, patreon.com backslash Wobblies and Wizards. And keep those dice rolling! And we're going to go buy a bunch of more dice for our anniversary here. Yeah, anniversary dice. Anniversary dice. <laughs>